I do, I do feel that the Patriots will win. I believe that they're going to show, you know, reveal everything as it's been and reveal the crimes with it. Uh, as far as I understand, it has been looked at at every level. Um, in order to drain the swamp, you know, they're having to literally go through the entire system. It's like one big trust for all of the elite families, but they've, they have, you know, broken it into 13 parts. So those 13 people just oversee a certain portion of that trust. I think that we are going through an overhaul in the system. Um, I've explained on some other shows that, you know, I feel like there's been a change of hands um, from the old system and how it operated to the new system that's going to set up things for the new world order and the Antichrist. If you have not been looking at C60 as a means to significantly improve your health and your immunities, you should be. Here's why. First, a strong and healthy immune system is your body's first defense. And for those with a strong immune system, your body will adequately fight illnesses without medical intervention. Second, C60 is safe. As long as you're taking a high quality C60 with no added fillers or solvents. Third, C60 is the best means of removing free radicals from your body that exist. It's at least 200 times better at this function than vitamin C and any other antioxidant. This is the magic. When you free up your body's resources from fighting free radicals, they then can focus their attention on healing. Every person has different needs, but the magic begins when your body can start to heal. So now it becomes clear, you need the best free radical fighter that exists, and that is C60 with black seed oil and curcumin. Go to sarahwestel.com shop and learn more about why this formula is so powerful. Also available by diffuser with ultra, ultra refined C60 oil to safely get directly into your lungs. It's also the best way to help your family pets by just being in the same room. Be sure to read the research and of course, use the current coupons to save money when you buy. Patrons also receive a 10% discount. You can find that code at patreon.com slash Remember, keeping you and your family safe is the most important thing you can do. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Jesse Saboter coming back and I just got to keep grilling her and asking her questions because having access to somebody who grew up in the Luciferian system that we're all dealing with, I get to, or we get to see an inside glimpse of what they believe and how they're set up in a way that we haven't been able to see before. I know that there are people out there that's done a lot of research, they've written books, but this level of access is unprecedented. We've never had anybody at this high a level come out and talk about it. Now, I want to tell you that if this is your first time watching an interview with her, I would recommend going back and watching my first interviews because those give you an overview of who she is, what she's about, why she's talking, why she's allowed to talk, uh, on and on. And so that is, that'll ground you first before you watch this. And I want to warn you that even if you watch those and you're, you're moving on to others, this is not for the faint of heart. The people watching this need to be ready for this information. It, it gets pretty dark. 
This episode is a three-parter. The first one, we're going to talk about more about the family trust, how that's established. There's a lot of disinformation out there about this trust. And so I wanted to ask her questions about it. She's going to tell you that this family trust has more value, more assets in it than half the world's assets. I mean, this thing is huge. And when you look at the Forbes wealthiest list, these people are not on it. Obviously, they're the wealthiest people on the planet, but it's all hidden. And we don't understand how this trust works. And so she's going to explain it. She's also going to explain why they despise Donald Trump so much and how we see this concerted mass media effort against him. It's it's like we're living in the twilight zone, you know, when it comes to the mass, when it comes to COVID-19 that we know isn't a pandemic, you know, who lowered the criteria for what a pandemic is so that they can do this to us. So we're living in this twilight zone where anybody who still has the ability to think and isn't paralyzed by fear can see what's going on. And so we're going to walk through all of that. My second part of this, we're going to get into more how they operate. And I'm going to give you, it's not going to be as long, I don't believe, as this one. And the third one, I'm going to make exclusive for my patrons or people who are subscribed to me on sarahwestall.tv. And there's a reason I'm doing that. It's because it it's not for the faint of heart. And so I want people who are actively seeking it out and really want to learn the stuff to watch that because I don't want anybody to stumble on it accidentally. It's it's hard for pe- it's hard for me to hear. It's hard for people to hear. And so you have to be you have to kind of take a deep breath and be ready to listen to it and learn about it. Now I got to tell you I don't I don't agree just cuz I'm interviewing her doesn't mean I agree with everything she says. Doesn't mean I agree with their whole philosophy. I'm just telling you this is for me to learn too. I I don't know this stuff. I don't know what they're about. And the only way that we're going to learn what they're about is to listen and to learn about it and to use that information to fight back because we can't have people who are this mentally disturbed running our country. I got to tell you, I believe it's a mental disturbance. I think these people are very, very mentally sick and no society can run with this kind of sickness at on top. And that's why I'm doing this work. I care about this country. I care about the world and its citizens. I care about my children. I care about my neighbor's children and their grandchildren. I don't want them going into a world like this where these type of people are running our planet. We have to put an end to this. And these are just people. And I got to tell you, these are just people. We can't have fear. We need to stand up. If you have fear and you think that you have no power, then they will win. You got to stand up and say, they do not run my life. These are just people. I'm a person. Who are they to tell us what to do? And that's the attitude that we have to have. And we have to learn what they're about so that we don't allow this kind of corruption to, to grow and fester more than it already has and to push it back. So again, you can watch part three on patreon.com slash Sarah Westall or for subscribers of sarahwestall.tv, you can watch it there as well. And that's available on Apple TV, Roku, Google TV, and many places. But you can also watch it just simply on sarahwestall.tv, which is the internet site for that as well. 
one last thing I want to remind people with the, this is going to be a bad flu season. I think COVID-19 is just the flu. That's my opinion. That's what doctors are saying. That's what the experts around the world is saying. Yeah, could it mutate and become something worse because it's a bioweapon? And could they release another bioweapon and then it's worse? Yes. But what you need to do is really build your immune system. You know, whether it's C60 or take your vitamin D, I have another product that is greens. So you're getting organic greens, all the fruits and vegetables that you need. I have a really hard time eating all my fruits and vegetables, my veggies. And I mean, it's just hard. So I take this every day. And it also is supplemented with vitamin D. It has probiotics, prebiotics. It has digestive enzymes. I need that because I just ate like crap for the first 30 years of my life. And all this food is affecting my body's ability to digest food. So that to me is really, really helpful. It's not that expensive for everything that you get in it. And uh, you can get it on my website at sarahwestall.com slash shop. Also for patrons, you can get a $50 free gift card to buy products uh, such as zeolite, such as this, this greens with vitamin D. Just message me and I can get that to you. Eventually I'll have it for the sarahwestel.tv subscribers, but I haven't figured out how to do that. So just my patrons at the moment. Now let's get into this interview with Jesse Saboter. Hi, Jesse. Welcome back to the program. Good to see you, Sarah. Well, I'm sorry I'm not on video. I figure it's always best for my guests to be on video instead of me because it just the video with two of us isn't working at my house. I don't have the best internet. And so if, if it messes up, I'd rather have you looking good. But I have a lot of questions for you. I'm so glad you're back on the program. I, I, before we get into a lot of the details, I want to ask your opinion on this absurdity that we're watching with the, I think it's a coup, it's a takeover of, of our country, and it's very, very serious. What do you see from your perspective as to what's really going on with this election and the mass media all in unison supporting it, except a couple people on Fox News, because everybody else on Fox News is supporting it as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm right along with you. I do believe that it definitely is an attempted coup. And sadly, you know, the president had signed an executive order a while back that anybody who was caught, you know, partaking in election fraud, and I believe that was defined quite frequently or very well, you know, where it was if anybody was caught rigging the election, tampering with votes or voting ballots, anything like that, that they could um, be brought forward for treason. Um, so I think that, you know, I think the good guys are in control of this election and that it pretty much was an operation to um, weed out those individuals who were tampering tampering with our constitutional right to vote. So you're in the belief that the patriots are in control and they're not, um, they're, it was almost a sting operation. Because I, I think that the psy, there is a psyops going on on some of this because I don't believe that, there's no proof that all these ballots had watermarks. I don't agree. I don't think that's, that's happening because of the fact that it's too difficult of a process when every city has their own um, city councils. They have their own, you know, initiative, ballot initiatives. And you'd have to have too many people 
knowing about it and participating in it for it to be a real deal. So I have a really hard problem with that. I think that's a psyop. And the people who are spreading it to me are the ones that are, um, are red flags for me anyways as being intel or you know disinfo agents. That being said, there is so much proof of voter fraud and um, the computer software. I mean, I did a whole show on it. Yeah, that's what I was talking about was, I wasn't necessarily talking about the watermarks. Um, I believe it happened at a bigger level with the computer programs and, and them watching at that level and then also auditing the processes and procedures um, for each state, you know, where the ballots were taken. Um, you know, so I think that it happened on those levels, almost like a state or federal audit of the system. Well, and what do you think? Because it's like they're just trying to cram it down your throat. And I know they've done this in the past where if they say a lie enough, people will just give up and stop fighting. It's as if they're just trying to cram this lie down our throat just to get us to stop fighting. And I think this time they've just done it to they've showed their hands too much where everybody's like, you guys are a bunch of liars. We just don't want this. And too many people know the truth here because it's too, it's obscenely obvious. So do you think that no matter what happens that this whole thing, because of the, because of fraud and the, the facts are too strong that the Patriots will win? I do, I do feel that the Patriots will win. I believe that they're going to show you know, reveal everything as it's been and reveal the crimes with it. Well, that's great. I, that, to me, my gut says that that's true too. I'm very optimistic because, yeah. because truth should win here. I just, I, but I've in my, in my past, I've had truth on my side. We've had evidence really strong in courts and I've still seen people lose. So I always get nervous about that because the facts can be overwhelming. And if you have bad guys involved in the process, things can really get messed up. Yeah. So, but you believe that the, the, cause I know our Supreme court seems to be cleaned up enough where mm -hmm. we should be able to, you know, win that there yeah. are people in different States that are roadblocks who are really bad guys, but bad women, whatever you want to call them, um, who are interfering with the process. But, you believe because you have a lot of internal sources. That's why I'm asking you this. You believe we yeah. can pass this regardless. Yeah, I do. And, you know, I see what I see is an overhaul of the system, you know, that they were hitting a lot of the, you know, the different branches of the government and there's due process. So, you know, when, a, when an election is not decided now it has to go to, to the house, um, to Congress and stuff for vote. And so I think that the whole time that they've been cleaning up the different, um, you know, with the election, a lot of people, they could see exactly where the fraud was happening, um, pretty much a county by county, you know, look on that. Um, so, you know, they looked at counties, they looked at states, and now they're going to be looking at more of the judicial side, um, you know, as some of those counties were bringing forward things um, to court over the voter fraud, um, they could see which judicial systems, you know, needed overhauling. And then now they're going to be hitting the last of the internal branches 
um, in our government, which I think is, you know, the judicial legislative branch, the Congress, um, the House of Representatives. So I think that, you know, we're literally seeing a whole systematic shift and overhaul. Well, and, you know, Minnesota is another one where it's not even being discussed as one of the ones that can be flipped. But in my analysis and the numbers I have, Minnesota had had hundreds, couple hundred thousand votes get messed with in, you know, by the software. Minnesota is very much in play because of how much fraud happened here. I'm really hoping that maybe they don't, they don't need it to win, obviously, but, right. but there's, there's so much fraud here. I really believe there are Senate and, and con congressional seats that were flipped as well that are very important that happened. So there's a lot of states here that, that are, that were run by bad guys who, who don't care about our country, who are part of this coup, who may not be a state that the Trump needs, but are very important to look at because it's affecting our congressional, the Congress and Senate. And it's, we have to eliminate that fraud as well. Now, do you have any insight on that? Are they looking at it at that level? Uh, as far as I understand, it has been looked at at every level um, in order to drain the swamp you know, they're having to literally go through the entire system. So. Yeah, that would be absolutely incredible. I, 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 um, I'm going to pray and everybody out there pray. But what Jesse is saying is hundred percent correct. And it should be that way if it's not, but uh, I'm glad that you're optimistic about that. Now I want to talk about something that a lot of us don't quite understand. And there's so much disinfo out there that, I want to hear it from you. I want to talk about the family trust, the trust that's out there, what this is, and, and, and talk about what the PSYOP is and what the truth is. First of all, can you talk about, you touched it on a, on a past interview that we've done. You talk about this trust that you have to pay into $500 a month. Right. Now, what is this? And if you don't pay into it, are you paying into it? And if you don't, do you just lose your trust? How does that work? Yeah, um, well, it's something for all the elite or hierarchy children. Um, when you turn age 30, you get your official paperwork to buy into the family's trust. And the trusts are kind of managed or overseen through the bankers, the financial people, and ultimately like the over that trust is the 13 Chinese elders. So there's one elder for each of the 13 bloodline families and um, their job is to, you know, manage, they've kind of broken the trust. It's like one big trust for all of the elite families, but they've, they have, you know, broken it into 13 parts. So those 13 people just oversee a certain portion of that trust. And then there are a few individuals um, who are on the Satanic Council who do have, you know, full range and knowledge over the entire trust. So, you know, they know everything that's going on with that money. Um, they've got their eyes on it and stuff. Um, so when you're, when you turn age 30, you get that paperwork and you have the option to buy in or not to buy in pretty much, you know, the majority of people will buy in. And if you think of the brotherhood system, which that's really what this is, it, it runns like the Masonic lodges. So 
with that, you're paying money into the system and they'll tell you that it's, you know, in case anybody's ever in trouble, you know, there'll always be money there to help you. Um, when you buy in, you're always offered really good jobs. You're considered part of the brotherhood. Um, you know, the best of jobs will be offered to you. Um, if you want education, the best education is going to be offered to you. So it's kind of like a, you know, a, a good life buy-in. Um, if you choose not to buy in, then um, life is hard. You know, you, you don't get help when you need it all the time unless you're begging for it. Um, you're not going to get offered the top of the line jobs. They're going to, you know, make sure that you're hurting and, you know, they want to teach you lessons through that, that you should have bought into this trust. Um, you know, the things with it is it, it pretty much allows, you know, people will go and they'll buy houses, they'll buy new cars, you know, and then they'll have this debt, but it's like, it's kind of like they partially pay on it, but they never really are paying on it. They just have to pay in the monthly fee. And, um, you know, the system takes care of everything for you. So that's how a lot of these people, um, you know, they have millions and millions of dollars that's just been handed to them. So a recent example, you know, we could look at Hunter Biden, you know, just for going over to China, he, he was not qualified for the job. Um, you know, he had no idea what he was doing. And yet he got offered, you know, millions of dollars for just a few minutes of work or consulting, you know. And it's like, who gets that type of opportunity in life, you know? Um, so these are things, you know, they'll have assignments that you do um, or humanitarian efforts. So it could be even, you know, that they would have you go over and help at an orphanage in a third world country and take pictures and promote it for a certain foundation. And, and they're going to give you lots of money for that. Well, so. okay. So you, you would get any job that you kind of want. They'll help you get jobs. You uh, pay $500 into this trust. Now, how many people can partake in this? I know it's the children of these bloodlines, but at some point these bloodlines start to thin out, right? I mean, it could be a ton of people. How do they keep yeah. that bloodline slim down? Do bloodlines reproduce with other bloodlines? I mean, they, they create your matches so it doesn't get so broad at the bottom of the tree? Yeah, there's, um, you know, there's, we call it selective breeding, uh, where they, they pair you with matches, you know, so most people, they may not even know it, but they will systematically, you know, connect you with two or three people that they want you to choose from. And, um, you know, usually you'll end up marrying one of those three people and uh, that's how they keep the system going. And, um, or they'll, you know, if they have children that are um, not, you know, like if it's a, what do you call it? Um, a couple of really where it's, you know, they can't have children, then, um, you know, they will have them adopt children that carry the bloodline genes that they want for that family name, things like that. So that that's how they keep the bloodlines smaller because otherwise you would you it would eventually just merge into society and it wouldn't be anything, right? Right. I mean, you just merge. So they they work hard to keep it 
smaller. Now, how many people then are bought into this trust? Would you say? Um, there, I would say worldwide, there's millions that have that are paying into it. Um, not everybody reaps the benefit of it, but there are millions paying into it. Why would you pay into it if you didn't benefit from it? Um, they may not have the exclusive benefits. They may think some of them, you know, at the lower levels, it's set up to look like you have um, family cabins that you're paying for or family homes, uh, family land. It could be things set up like that. So people will think that they're paying, you know, for a smaller family trust. Um, but really that trust is part of a bigger trust. And how much is are in these tr this massive trust? Oh, yeah. Uh, trillions and trillions of dollars. Is um, it like half the wealth of the world? I would, I would say more. Because um, you have all... All the countries, all the royalties would be considered in there. Um, you know, the elite families all have access to that money. So there's, it's a lot of money. And it's, it's a lot of, do they use that to control, I assume to control countries and a lot of the con mm -hmm. countries assets are really in that trust? Yeah, there is, um, it is connected to the, the governmental uh, funds that are allotted for each country. So like the US assets are really part of this trust? I would, I believe they are. Okay, and, and that goes against what we're taught as you know, as citizens we're taught differently, but it's a big scam behind the scene as to who really owns it. Right, and they get more money, you know, they get money from people outside the system um, from this because you know, individuals like from the past administration, um, you know, they were sending, think about, you know, they send a lot of money out, a lot of cash aid, yet they're always telling us we're, you know, as a country, we're trillions of dollars in debt and there's no way we could ever pay off that debt. But who do we owe it to? You know, they'll say, they'll name other countries, but it's like, how can you, you know, the amount of money that we owe is more than the amount of money supposedly that's even made. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, where does this money come from if our country doesn't even make that much money? How can you borrow on nothing? Um, you know, if we're giving it to countries that make less than we do, you know, how can, we, you know, it's like the, we're borrowing off money that doesn't even exist. So it's one, it's one big fraud where it's all being funneled in, in a back way to this trust, which they control so they can have control over people. Uh, now, why 13 Chinese elders? How did the Chinese get involved in, in it? And why is it 13 Chinese elders? Um, I don't know the answer to that question. There just is... 13 elders, and they're the ones who are in charge of overseeing that. And it happened to be in China. Um, I don't know if they all currently live in China, but that's, it's, the Chinese elder is kind of uh, their title, if that makes sense. Oh, so they might not even be Chinese. They're just called the Chinese elders. This could be true. Uh, as far as I know, um, all 13 are Chinese, but... Um, Technically, 
they could not be Chinese, I guess. But as far as I've known it, they've always been Chinese. The families themselves aren't all Chinese. Are any of them? One, I think one family is Chinese, right? One family line is Chinese, but there's a lot of non-Chinese people in that family line. So the Lee family line is connected with China. And we have a lot of individuals who are not Chinese who are connected to that family line. What family line are you connected to? Um, 10 of the 13. So primarily the biggest ones would be the Freeman, the Collins lines. So, Okay. And uh, how, I mean, this is just, now what are the PSYOPs going on? The PSYOPs are that there's this family trust that is being taken over by the Patriots and that we we're all going to be okay because this family trust has been taken over. What is the truth on all this? Yeah, I, um, I know it has been frozen. So um, when Trump took office, he froze our assets in a couple ways. Sorry about that. That's going to keep ringing. It sounds like uh, a circus. Like if you're <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, he froze their assets in a couple ways. The first way was that, um, you know, a lot of their money came through the trafficking, at, which included, you know, illegal immigration. Um, so when he, you know, stopped people at the border from coming in, especially the Mexican border, um, and they stopped that flow of traffic, um, that was pretty much, the, he was freezing a huge part of the like they've got the trust and it just kind of sits there. It's, you know, it's accessible money, but really they operate, you know, off of the money with the trafficking or the drug um, money or other options. So by him doing that, um, you know, first he froze it there and then got all the immigrants out of our country, the people who were here illegally. So therefore, they, they weren't getting any extra money in. So basically, he was stopping, you know, their, we'll just say their monthly income. Their month, their money train was slowing right. down. But the drugs are still happening, right? I mean, well, they're still trafficking, they there's still drugs. Lot. Yeah, there's still some, but it's less. So he stopped a lot of, you know, the majority, the big operations um, have been you know, stopped and heated. So, so they've gotten to a point where now, you know, they're desperate to access money. Um, but then he froze at the higher level when they, you know, I believe what happened is that he took over the Federal Reserve. And this was part of how they were channeling that money uh, through the banks in the U.S. as well as internationally. And um, so, when that happened then at the financial and the banking level, um, they lost access to that trust. And, um, you know, that was huge for them. They couldn't um, get a hold of any of that money. And primarily, you know, with that, like the higher level people, some of them still had access through avenues that were not known. Um, but all of the lower level people on the run, you know, got desperate because they didn't have anything and they're so dependent on this. Um, so, you know, some what of would be a lower level person, would you say? 
So people understand. Um, it could be somebody who um, was like an international handler who, you know, would pick up kids at one checkpoint and would travel with them, you know, by train, airplane, or oversee them um, being shipped on a boat. Um, so that person would be considered lower level. So, you know, when those funds were froze, they didn't have any money they could access to travel internationally or within the U.S. Um, you know, I think that they lost their access to, to a lot of the banks. So, you know, they didn't have a way to even pull out that money. Um, those who tried, I think, got caught because they were watching um, those funds and stuff. So um, I, th I think that's a big part of it. And it really, you know, it kind of split where they were able to see, you know, once they got the lower people out of the way from accessing that money, it showed them, you know, really the bigger ways for the higher level people, the money was being funneled. So uh, how could Trump just take over the Federal Reserve? I have a hard time with that because they were really in control of the Federal Reserve, all these people. So how do they do that? And, and with so many people in Congress and, and so forth being blackmailed and against Trump, how was he able to do that? Yeah, I think he, he had to get control of the individuals who, who had the main control of that money. They were the ones who were signing off on how the money was used, giving the access codes. Um, so I believe Trump got control of those individuals. And um, from there, you know, was able to then control, um, you know, the, the systems that had the money. Um, so it was a, it was a takeover of their accounts, but yeah. they still have they still have quite a bit of money in other accounts. I would assume a lot of these is not all in the trust, but a major right. part of it. Now, if this trust is released, humanity will be um, will will be saved essentially. I mean, we don't have that much debt. I mean, we should be able right. to have the resources we need where there aren't huge groups of people starving and and so forth, but that, I mean, people have a hard time understanding it. I think there's PSYOP saying that, uh, that this is, they're going to forgive all your debts and all these things are going to happen. I, I guess I just don't know if I buy into it. I'm having a really hard time thinking that's not a PSYOP. Yeah. Um, I believe some of that is a PSYOP. Um, you know, for it to happen, um, well, let me maybe say what I believe is happening. I think that we are going through an overhaul in the system. Um, I've explained on some other shows that, you know, I feel like there's been a change of hands um, from the old system and how it operated to the new system that's going to set up things for the new world order and the Antichrist. And so what I see happening is you know, they're pretty much going to paperless, you know, economy, everything is run off um, through electronics, um, you know, through credit cards, things like that. But I think it's going to be more. I think that, you know, they're making it so that everybody's going to be living off of a governmental system. Um, 
even with the COVID right now, we see a lot of that transition happening. People aren't able to fully go to work and make their full salaries that they've, you know, lived off of for years. So you've got, you know, kind of the middle class of people now um, are having to get types of governmental assistance, whether that's with food, whether that's, you know, going to um, churches or drive through food shelves that are giving out food. Um, you know, people aren't able to pay for their, their health insurance. So they're having to, you know, go register with the states to get health insurance. Um, some of them are having to, you know, apply or depend on social security or um, uh, not disability, um, unemployment. So I think that those systems, as I've been watching things happening, I see that they're kind of raising up those systems. More money is being funneled into those systems. And I think that they're going to make it so that, um, you know, as this next phase of COVID starts, we're going to see that they're going to start transitioning everybody onto these types of assistance programs. And ultimately it will be, you know, where you have a card, the government puts your money on there every month and, you know, you're told where you can shop, how much you can shop for. Um, down to the detail. Down they to want the to, they want to control our life down to the detail. Yeah. What, and, and you look at the World Economic Forum, they, they just tell us that and they start with COVID and this is those, those guys. So it's, it's the patriots and Trump and the people trying to save humanity are fighting this World Economic Forum and the people who own the trust and the Satanists who want to control us down to the every, every inch of our lives. What is their goal with trying to do that to us? What are they trying to do with us as a, as a species? Um, the, the ultimate goal, you know, and we'll just go straight to the spiritual level here because this is, you know, the ultimate goal. Satan's agenda is to raise up the Antichrist, to have everybody worshiping the beast, um, and with that, um, we're going to see this huge change that, you know, those who refuse to, to do those things to comply are going to be, um, disposed of. So there's going to be a huge depopulation. Um, those who do comply, um, you know, there really is no loyalty to those people. Um, so Satan will use them to further his agenda uh, which is to, um, I've talked about this before, but to usurp the throne of God. So he'll use the people he can to get the spiritual gates open, to funnel demonic spirits and his army into heaven, and then he will destroy everybody. And um, Well, that, can they even survive in a higher dimension because they're lower dimensional beings? Um, it doesn't matter if they could or couldn't he will destroy them before they get there. So, or as they get there, that's always been his plan. It's been clearly outlaid, um, you know, since I was five years old. So he will, so who are them that he'd be, all the, the beings that are trying to get into the higher dimension, he'll just destroy them. 
not not the demonic beings he um his army he plans to bring through can they handle the higher level if they're not higher level i thought you had to be higher level to handle the higher level is that not true no that's not true um satan goes up there every day and uh has to ask god permission for things so um yeah they're able to handle that they were cast down from so you know the lord limited their access to the heavenly realms but they can exist why would the lord allow this to be going on giving satan permission to do all this stuff is this a test for the people who are here right now um i wouldn't say so much a test i think it has to do with our free will that he gives us a choice and um, he's given time for people to see you know, the way things really are. And, you know, he's letting the full extent of evil be shown and revealed because that's what men sought in the first place. You know, Adam, you know, the Lord told Adam and Eve, don't eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And they chose, you know, to eat from that tree and they wanted to know evil. And so God is allowing them to know the full extent of it. Um, and, you know, he's clearly outlaid that, you know, those who see the evil and repent, you know, will be saved. But those that don't repent, you know, he will allow them to suffer the consequences of, you know, their love and lust and desire for evil. Um, so I think it's, you know, I think it's something the Lord just is allowing to play out so that we can see, you know, the consequences of our choices. Well, I have a hard time because there's so many little ones who have no consequences of choices. I mean, they're not making right. a choice. They're just having to deal with it of somebody else's choice. So I, I struggle with all this, but that's okay. I, yeah. I'm the point of all this is for everybody who's watching this to learn and to try to understand why these people are doing what they're doing. And yeah. we can all stumble and grow together trying to understand, you know, what's going on. But, uh, you know, and if you don't believe that, that's fine. This is what they believe. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand yeah, it. it. Yeah. yeah, this is exactly what, you know, what they believe and what they understand, you know, and they have no, there, there is no compassion for for the young or the innocent or, you know, children at all. It doesn't matter if the child is in the womb or outside of the womb. If it's an adult, um, you know, there really is no compassion or, or caring about, about others. Um, it's very self-focused. Um, you know, they're lovers of self, pleasure, and money, and they don't see beyond that. It's so interesting because you they they can't if you can't see beyond that you can't even see your own children, mm -hmm. and then I don't even understand the whole bloodline thing. I just it, nothing really makes sense. But this is it, it. It's not rational. I don't believe rational right. thought is doing things that are healthy for you and for the people around you because that makes a better life. And so this is the whole thing is irrational. Yeah. And there's no critical thinking either. They're just, you know, it's like they're groomed. There's a process, there's a procedure. They're taught things from the time, you know, they're young. So they, they grew up thinking this is what's right. This is what's true. 
and this is what you do that, you know, they define what is good. And, you know, it doesn't mean that it is good, but they don't even question that if, you know, they're already taught who, who the sources are, the people who are the critical thinkers, um, you know, like the universities, the, you know, Mayo Clinics, the John Hopkins universities, they're taught, these are the specialists, these are the people who know, um, and they know because they're specialists, you know? Give me a break. And, and people don't even question that, or the media, you know? They get their sources from the specialists, right? So from a young age, we're taught these are the people who know these things, and to, you know, you can't even question them because they're always right. And um, so people, you know, they're trained under this narrative and there is no single thought there, you know, you're, you don't think for yourself, you're always told and you just go along with what you're told. If you don't, there's consequences. Um, you know, so they're taught that from a young age and by the time they're an adult, they don't even question or think for themselves or, you know, they go off a script basically. Um, you know, we've seen that script, you know, how many times with media in the past, you know, I think it was probably at the beginning of this year where they were, people were playing videos where literally, you know, everybody in the media was saying word for word, the exact same thing at the same times on the same days. And, you know, you can see clearly that they're going off of scripts. Well, yeah, because Reuters owns AP and they get most of their news feeds from Associated Press and um, Rothschild owns Reuters. So there's just one family that owns most of the me news media that's being fed to these news organizations. And, and so they do very little investigative journalism themselves. They just feed off this one news feed. Mm -hmm. So that's where it's all coming from. Um, although there is, there's more, but that's about, that's the majority of it. Okay. Let's get back to this, um, this world economic forum and how that ties into the trust and the federal reserve, because if Donald Trump is controlling the federal reserve, but the world economic forum and the other central bankers are just plowing forward with this digital currency and they want to go around they want to go around countries to declare budgets for these countries. How does Donald, even if you take over the Federal Reserve, how do you stop that from happening? We can just, just opt out of their system. I mean, how does that work? No, he's going to have to, I think he's really going to have to take down the, the um, economic forum. You know, he's going to have to take it on at that level to, to stop them from, you know, they're finding loopholes and trying to, work around his moves. And so he's going to have to come up with some counter moves to stop them at that level from continuing. Um, and, you know, they're continuing without full access to those funds. So, you know, I don't know how to put it exactly, but it's like they're prospering in the midst of a lie. Um, so they're telling countries one thing people are believing that they have, you know, money that they can help that you know, they're, they've got a budget coming and everything like that. But again, it's not the real money. There's nothing backing it up. It's, you know, it's like they're, they're just kind of making up a system and people are getting on board and 
you know, they, I, I mean, it's like playing with imaginary money, you know, like a monopoly game and, and just saying, okay, this is the way it's going to run. This is how it's going to work. And, and because we're saying it, because we're now doing it, it's just going to work and people are falling into line with it and, um, you know, are, are being deceived. Well, that's what they're doing with the media right now. I mean, we're seeing them just, if they lie and lie and lie, eventually maybe people will believe it. But there are countries that have been, I know the president of Ghana was bribed $900 million to do all the different um, COVID measures and he didn't do it. And, and so people are being bribed around the world to do all these measures and they're trying to get everybody on board. Now, Trump must have alliances with other world leaders. I would think it looks like the Russian president. Um, people were thinking Xi Jinping was in with them too, the head of China, but now people aren't so sure anymore. What do you know about what presidents, it seems like the Mexican president is aligned with them. It seems like Trudeau is gone. Canada's gone. Canada's gone. Yeah, it looks like Canada's not on board with us right now. Um, I definitely agree with that. You know, I was seeing um, China and um, Gigi had done the declaration where I think it was February 14th or 24th. Um, it was one of those two days um, but Trump, um, China, and Russia all signed to become federations. Um, so, you know, we knew that part of China government was standing against the C CPP. Um, also, we saw, you know, North Korea coming alongside with Trump. He's got a good relationship um, with Kim Jong-un. And then... Um, also, um, I've seen, it looks like Iran and Iraq and some of those Middle Eastern countries, you know, the Arab Emirates were signing stuff. Israel has been signing stuff with Trump. So we are seeing a lot of the countries that um, the past administration was, you know, declaring that they were at war with us, that these countries are indeed coming alongside of us. And, um, you know, they're in this fight against these bloodline families as well to, um, you know, stop the abuse that's happening to the children of their countries and to, you know, gain control of their governments and literally, you know, help drain the swamp worldwide. It's, it's not just happening here in the United States. <laughs>